Welcome to Account Trends, everybody. I'm Jason Stein with Intuit Accountants. My co-host, David Bergstein, and I are excited to be with you every couple of weeks to share the latest news, interesting perspectives, and hottest trends in the tax and accounting world. We'll have special guests on the show to help break these trends down and give you food for thought as you find new ways to deliver for your clients. But most importantly, we plan on having some fun while doing it. Welcome. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Account Trends. I have your host here, Jason Stein, and my partner in crime, Dave, Mr. David Bergstein. Glad to have you here, as always, Mr. Bergstein. Pleasure to be here. Looking forward. What do you have on the agenda for today, Mr. Stein? I have Ms. Carla Caldwell joining us today. Welcome, Carla. Hi. Thanks for having me. We are so excited you're here. And uh, so, Carla, uh, for those of you that have not already heard of you, <laughs> what... Who are you and what do you do? Who am I? Oh my, that is a deep <laughs> question. That's a deep question. Well, I run an accounting practice called Candela. We do accounting and advisory services for small business and nonprofit. But probably the name most people may have heard me with since I've been doing this for a number of years is Caldwell Consulting and Training, where I work with accounting practitioners and firms to really help them to grow and expand and transition in their firm in whatever way that they're looking, whether it's their technology or their strategy. Um, And so I work with that uh, type of folks and and help them out with their firms. And of course, I've been working with Intuit for a number of years, training on QuickBooks Online, completely cloud-based. There's no servers, no papers in our offices, and just helping other firms embrace that and the technology that accountants need to run their practice. So that's what I get to do. Yep. And so we've had other consultants on the show, like Alan Colton and um, folks like that. Uh, but your consulting is kind of, I, I would describe it like more down in the weeds, right? Um, yeah. Tell us more about what you, how you partner with firms and how, you know, what you focus on and how you help them. Yeah. So one of the things that I found in my career, I have worked at a couple different software companies and transitioning from desktop to online is a massive transition for a lot of accounting practices. It not only changes, of course, the technology that they're using, sometimes the strategy, but literally the day-to-day operations of the practice. And so because I am just a big old nerd and love getting into the technology and love working with my peers, I really get into the weeds a bit and help them not just implement the tool, this is how you click a button here and there, but really helping people understand how the strategy of the firm is used through that technology to deliver those services to the client. So it really is very much hands-on and and transitioning um, the technology, but also the team forward into the strategy that the firm has set. And, and Carla, what's your, you, you've shared with me some some kind of key learnings about implementing this stuff, um, you know, working with these firms uh, that sort of get me excited about sort of the, the the type of consulting that you do. It's, it's, it's not just, you know, standing on the sidelines, right? It's, right. you're getting in there with the teams and, and you're really, talking about more than just process and technology, right? Yeah, it really is about understanding where is the firm going? We've talked about advisory services, right, for so long, and we're trying to implement those things. Well, how do I use this technology to deliver that? And so helping the firms understand and, and the team members, how do we do this with the client? How do we inject 
advisory into a bookkeeper's language so that they can talk with clients about that and and maybe just sow the seed for the partner to come in and talk about it or or maybe they themselves are the one delivering it depending on the size of firms they are that's what i want to help them with is really putting words into what they're doing every day that really show and highlight the advisory services they're doing by using the technology so you know just a quick example quickbooks online okay, we know how to use it, but how do we run reports and set it up so that we can actually talk to the client about who their most profitable client is or who their, um, which division of the business is more profitable? So we talk through those types of things and really help them understand what they can do. And, you know, sometimes I know it's shocking, but accountants don't like change. Um, and so how do we help them embrace this and realize that it's good for them? Because, I mean, that can be a really hard conversation for some uh, team members to really embrace that. And so I try to help them with that and understand how this is good for them as well as the firm and the client. So I, I enjoy those conversations because I I love those aha moments that we get to have with, with team members that are, you know, I, I always use the the image of that dog being dragged down the street. You know, they've got their four legs and they're like, I'm not going, you know, we all know what that image is. And just last week I was training at a firm and I had somebody with their arms crossed and it was like four legs, right. You know, not <laughs> going anywhere. And by the end they were like, okay, you finally got me. I get it. I'm ready. I'm all in, you know, and, Man, there's just nothing, nothing like it when you do do a class and somebody's like, okay, I get it now. Like that's just, that's just the ultimate. So when you're transitioning these firms, are most of them thinking just compliance and you're switching them over to advisory as you do it to show them the difference, how they take advantage of technology? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's not just compliance. I mean, a lot of these firms deeply care about their clients. They're doing the compliance things because we have to, right? Like they don't know how to do that. But it's also trying to help them understand that the value of what they're getting to do with these clients is immense when we get past that compliance piece and learning that that strategy that they're providing, that tax strategy, the consulting they're doing to their clients is really the type of thing that our clients are looking for in the first place. And when we lead with that instead of the compliance side of it, I, I think the relation, the relationships with the clients is just so much deeper. And then the tools the, the things in your tool belt are that technology that you're using to deliver that service. That's where it starts getting really exciting. Right. And that that's a perfect segue into kind of where I want to focus in on, which is that human element, yeah. right? Uh, because, you know, we could talk about tools and technology and, and process all day, yeah. but it, there's, and I love your, 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 you know, dog resisting the walk, right? Mm -hmm. I, I've I've taught many classes myself and have have experienced that that audience member just sitting there, just just glaring at me, oh, saying, yeah. "I don't like anything that you're saying." Yep. And um, I I feel that, and so we have to interject an element of like change management and leadership mm -hmm. into our audience. And so, could tell us more about about that and how you've you've managed to to make uh headway in that in that area. Well, you know, we we go back to Simon Sinek all the time, right? You start with why. Why are they trying to go in this direction? Why are they resisting going in that direction? And when you find out some of these answers, then you're able to better address those. 
people not wanting to go into a technology often is insecurity or um, they're, they're, they've been using this tool for a long time or whatever the case is. So understanding why they're resistant and how we can help them go forward is really important. And, and realizing that a lot of times as we are thinking about going into a different direction, we need somebody to help us understand that it's thought through. Um, I jokingly uh, hear people say all the time, it's like, oh, I've got you know shiny toy syndrome and they're just constantly pulling in new apps and new things. Um, but it can, it can cause some frustration and anxiety for some of the team. What we want to do is really understand what's the overall direction. How are we going and getting there? Laying out the vision of what that is. And that's what leadership is all about. Whether you're the partner in the firm or... Uh, the bookkeeper or admin staff or whomever, any role in that firm can take on that leadership role, understanding where it is we're going, cast that vision for the client, for your colleagues, for your team members, and even for people you know above you, if you will, in the firm. What is that vision? And that's what leadership is about and understanding that why, where are we going and setting that vision and, and explaining it to others. That's what leadership is about and what we want to get to um, as we're doing training and understanding all of that, that's where we're able to do that to get people excited about the direction we're going and how we're going to get there and then alleviating their fears as we start moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. Sp- speaking of the, the word leadership and leading as you're training, do you see firms changing at this point in time? Are we going through a generational change? Is there a change from men to women? Uh, is diversity coming in? You know, what's happening at the firms? Absolutely. There's all of those things. <clears throat> Excuse me. The The biggest thing that I'm seeing is by far a generational shift. And we are seeing, obviously, it's at a time when boomers are going to be retiring and we're going to start seeing um, a lot of transition there. We're seeing a lot of merger and acquisitions going on with firms and there might be retirements going on or whatever the case might be. We're also seeing firms doing a lot more to accommodate a lot of different um people in the firm. So we've seen um, perhaps women that have stayed home or, or men that have stayed home with children and being able to be remote and be able to have that kind of balance and, and accommodating that. Um, we're seeing women that have been in the workplace and are moving into leadership roles more and more. We're celebrating so much of those types of things these days. Um, and we are seeing more diversity. I am loving the opportunities that we're seeing for people of color getting together and talking about where our industry as an accounting industry, where is it going and how are we including more people? So I definitely see all of those things and continuing to lead that that change is important and being able to bring in a diversity of people and views and um, cultures and, and conversations, I think is really important for our industry as a whole. And so it is definitely happening more and more. We're, we're for sure seeing that. Yeah. And I'm glad for that too, Carla. And you know, I, I I love this topic, and it's it's something that it's sort of a a, a sideline to you know the the work that you do, but it's really like at the center of it too, because we're not just talking about you know making making changes in the firm. We're talking about the future of the firm, and the future of the firm lies largely in talent. Mm-hmm. And you know what I always tell everybody about leadership is leadership is not a position that you hold. It is not a role or a title. It is a thing that you do. And so when, you know, to your point, when we're thinking about diversity, inclusion, um, you know, making sure that that we've got uh, multiple perspectives at the table, 
from a tops down perspective, right? We need to make sure that's happening. But from a bottoms up perspective, people people in the firm need to also develop their leadership capabilities right. and and bring be able to bring that to those conversations in meaningful strategic ways, Absolutely. right? Um, so t- talk a little bit more about like your because you cultivate some of this stuff during during your relationships and engagement with these clients. Talk about how your the principles that you share and how how you kind of focus on that with with some of the firm team members. Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that I see a lot is you know our industry by and large, again a little general, we're we're fairly introverted folks, right? We're accountants and and we're we're heads down in numbers sometimes, and I think that we can tend to be fairly quiet. Um, but there's plenty of us out there that are not like that. I am one of those. I I can be introverted, but I'm like the extroverted introvert, I guess. I don't know what the what the title is that I put on myself, but. Sometimes, even in conversations, I can be quiet. And what I have to do is learn who I am. What is my personality? And how can I lead in whatever way that I can? Sometimes we think of leaders that are just big and loud and, you know, standing on the stage and being big presentations. But that's not the case. Leadership is setting a vision and moving toward that and having those conversations and and setting the path of where we're going to go and bringing others along with you. And you don't have to be loud and boisterous to do those things. Everybody is able to do that. And so I really encourage people to be who you are and lead that way. And, and you can cause influence within your firm and within your industry without having to be uh, anybody other than who you are. And so I think that's a really important piece that I like to emphasize. Um, and as you said, in whatever role that you find yourself, you don't have to be a partner in the firm to be a leader. You can be a leader at any position. And it's about you know being who you are and and, and embracing some of those, those changes and those things that, that need to be happening in the firm. Um, and just being authentic. And I really encourage people to have community around them. It is so important. And our generations that are coming in are looking for mentorship. They're looking for others to be around them. Uh, we've come out of two years of, of just kind of feeling like we've hunkered down and we're we're out and about even more than we were. Um, I go to conferences recently and it was like just hugging everybody. We were just so excited about that. We need community. We need to have others that we can talk ideas with. And I have found for people that are wanting to get into leadership roles in particular, they need to have community around them inside the firm, if possible, men and women as mentors, um, but also outside of your industry to get different perspectives and ideas, I think is also extremely important. Um, And being able to allow others to have permission to speak into you, into your life and into your conversations, into your career path, into ideas. Um, I think it's really healthy and important to be able to do that. And so it is definitely something that I encourage quite a bit. Yeah. Um, And the the society we live in today definitely, you know, works in opposition of that, right? And when social media is coming to mind, right, With with our echo chambers that we tend to have, and it's so easy if we're not being intentional uh, to to build a team around us that's all the same thought processes and all the same ideas and all the same thinkers and so that's that's why this topic is so important and and one of the things that you know I'm coming back to David's question too about uh, you know the um, women in the profession I think I mm-hmm. heard that the our profession is is now 
more more women than uh, than men, for that matter. And I don't mean to like be binary about it, but uh, the I think I want to say it's upwards of sixty some odd percent of the profession is now women, um, which is which is a shift from you know where this profession has been. And so um, as the population you know of of accounting pros change uh, with women leadership roles. What are you advising on and hearing uh, from as the industry, you know, shifts itself? Well, it, as much as we are shifting in quantity of numbers in leadership, I don't think it's it's made that big shift yet. Um, I think it's coming. And so I think there's a lot of people that need to prepare for that change. Like I said, I think this seismic change that is going to be happening over the next few years. I don't think it's 10 years away. I think it's it's imminent. I'm seeing it more and more and more. This mergers, acquisitions, retirements are happening now. So there is leadership roles that are going to be coming up for younger people and for women. And, and I want us to be prepared and ready for that because there's a prime opportunity for us to be able to step in and do that. And also as the industry shifts, again, a little general, but having that advisory relational conversation. Women tend to usually be a little bit more um, uh, enjoying that, leaning into that. And that is just continuing to be something that I think we can look forward to. But we didn't learn how to do that in school. We learned how to do accounting. We learned how to do math. We learned how to do tax returns and audits and information technology. We didn't take a lot of leadership classes. We didn't talk about how do I have a difficult conversation? How do I ask for more money? How do I say I want to be on partnership track and do that? And so we need to have that continual education, that reinforcement that it's okay to do that. Um, I read a ton. Um, If you guys were seeing me on video, you would see the amount of books I have behind me is, is tremendous. I study them like a like I'm in school. I, I laughed because I read a book on Saturday. Yes, the whole book. And I was taking so many notes. And my daughter was like, are you getting tested on this? And I'm like, no, <laughs> but I'm I'm going to study like I am. It was so powerful to be reading things. And, and it changes how I think about things. And so as we are preparing for leadership roles and for the changes in the industry. Um, as we're working with our clients, we think about those changes that need to happen um, in our industry and with our clients, but we need to be thinking about the changes in us and, and looking for those continuing education opportunities, not necessarily about you know new compliance things, but about how we lead, how we uh, manage our teams, how we work with clients, how we set strategy. All of those things are going to make us better leaders as we continue on. And I think we're seeing that in the profession. I know what CPA practice advisor, uh, they always do the most powerful women in uh, most powerful women in accounting. And that's been growing and they becoming mentors and you're seeing a change uh, from the accounting firm perspective. And even the top 40 under 40 is more mixed. It used to be only men. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now it's a little bit of everybody. Uh, yeah. So changes are coming, and I've seen some accounting firms now uh, where they flip the gender uh, at the top, and I think that's great. And uh, times have changed. Yeah. Uh, you may have a lot of books on your shelf, but you see, I, I I use the iPad. 
See, I have no books on my shelf. I just <laughs> well, I have those too. Yeah, I, I, there's just something about a paper in my hand that I just can't get away from. And, 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 you know, there's so many studies that talk about that that you're writing and doing things, and it, and it really sticks in your head. But you know, again, what is it that works for you? And being who you are, I love that. Now, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm with you there, David. Traveling now that we're doing that again, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, these books are heavy. <laughs> so having digital copies is definitely looking better and better every day for sure so but yeah do, I think, do you have any women's groups that you recommend for people to look at uh to help mentor uh people who want to really be in charge and in a leadership role you know i don't know that i actually do know of a ton of women's uh leadership groups there are some that are out there for sure um, I'll be honest, though, I again, having a diverse opinions um, and diverse perspectives, I think is really helpful. I'm in a coaching group that is full of all types of entrepreneurs, uh, not I think there might be one other that does accounting, um, but it's men and women. My business coach happens to be a woman. Uh, previously, it was a guy. And so we've we've had lots of different um, ideas and thoughts in there. And so that, that to me is really exciting. Obviously I think, uh, married to a man, uh, I know that I, I work with a lot of great people. So I like having very different perspectives, but I do think seeking out somebody who can give you some perspective on, um, what it's like to be a woman in an accounting industry or, or in whatever, way you are approaching your work. If you're young going into the industry and trying to get into a partnership track early, whether you're a, a man or a woman or, or whomever, what, what we want to do is find people that can help us, give us perspective, guide us through our paths that we're going down, um, give us things that we need to be watching for, helping us to improve, um, letting us know about the blind spots that we don't see. Those are really important for us. And just like for me, I've not run a top 10 accounting firm in the United States. But when I come in with the experiences I've had working with all of these firms, I can bring a perspective that is from the outside that's not in their world that really can be very beneficial. And I've been able to help a lot of firms uh, by doing that. And so just in the same way, having those people speaking into our lives personally, I think is extremely important as well. Something you just mentioned, I think, is very important. I think it's the people that have been at smaller firms, not a top 10 firm, are more innovative and can change more on a diamond. They're willing to take that chance. When you're at a large firm, it takes a couple of years to move that that boat or that ship. But when you're in a small firm and you see all these changes around you, you can really jump on it and be innovative. And that may, I think that is why a lot of larger firms are taking these niche small firms or a coach like yourself and say, hey, we need you at our firm because you can make it happen. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny. I've worked with a firm before and they were like, why don't you just come in and be a partner? And I'm like, and then I'm going to be one of 200 voices again. Instead, I'm coming in from the outside and it and there is a level of um, a perspective that you just don't have when you're inside the firm with all of that. So it, for me, it's been a lot of fun uh, to work with firms like that. And I also get to say things uh, sometimes that need to be said <laughs> that I don't have to filter quite as much if I was um, day to day <laughs> in the job with everybody. So that probably is uh, good and bad sometimes. But you know, sometimes we need to hear it. You know, you just need to hear. You guys are 
you guys are needing to pick up the pace. You're not getting where you need to be and, and you need it. And so um, I enjoy being able to do that. Sometimes I, I try to be as, as kind as possible, but, um, but yeah, sometimes we just need to hear the truth and, and be, be, um, you know, ready to do something about it. And I think that to me is, is exciting to see firms realizing that they need to make some changes. We are definitely seeing uh, the embracing of of the technology and the process changes that need to be happening in the firms. But I, I agree with you. Turning a larger ship is a lot more difficult than a smaller one, for sure. Yeah. And what everything that you're talking about is so important. And I love the um, I love the point that you made about being being on the outside versus the inside, right? Like that's a that's a unique thing that you can bring to the table. And then that puts you in a position to have some more difficult conversations with, you know, firm partners and and, and pe- people at all levels uh, for that matter. And so as, as we kind of think about that a little bit, right, how do you, how do you help, help them keep that going once you're gone? Right. Because they, they want to bring you in and, and they want your perspective to be brought in, but then you're exactly right. Like once you're in, then it hits different, right. As they say, it, it, you're not going to, it's not going to, it's not somebody, it's not as much so that you get to, to say these things, right? It's, it's that you, you need to be in the position that you're in and you should say these things. And so how do you help people in the firm whose voices are, you know, get, they get drowned out. It's just a part of being a part of an organization. It's not mm-hmm. like anything negative on the firm. How do you help them with these navigating difficult conversations? And that could be you know, from a strategic perspective, it can also be as simple as like, like you talked about earlier. Hey, I, I want to be on the partner track. But I track. I, I, how do I ask for a raise? You know, like how how do you advise people in having these difficult conversations? Because I think that's that's a struggle that a lot of people have. Yeah, I mean, really thinking about where it is that you want to go. Again, I always go back to our why. Why do you want to go in that direction? What is the what is it that's driving you there? And keeping that in your mind as you do that. And again, I read, I literally go back to a book called Crucial Conversations all the time and I'll flip through it, find a few key points and just remind myself, you know, it's like a kind of getting geared up for it. And and I'll remind myself, this is what we're trying to do and how we want to get there. And and, and it's okay to have notes, like you're allowed to reference things and, and have that kind of information there. But I also have been certified in a program from a guy that most of you probably heard of called Patrick Lynchoni. He is the author of the um, uh, the book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And he has released something called The um, Six Types of Working Genius. And it's all about how we bring ourselves to work. Some of us love to wonder and come up with new ideas. You can imagine... How many of those folks live in accounting firms? Not a ton. Uh, You have more of the discernment. That's actually a ton of accountants who hear about different tax strategies and run through and figure out which one's which. And then they galvanize and they they help a, a client understand which of those is working for them. And then we have somebody who loves to come up with a plan and then somebody who likes to um, get stuff done, right? And so learning about the various types of genius that each of us have, learning about the personalities and the team members and what their strengths are. It really helps a manager, as an example, learn how to pull people into different parts of conversation, to talk about a meeting where we say, 
we're going to wonder in this meeting because then the person who has to implement isn't like, oh my word, you just came up with 1200 ideas. How are we going to do all of this? And they are frustrated. And the wonder person is, is not wanting to quit. They love doing that. But then conversely, you get into a meeting where we're implementing ideas that wonder person can't wonder anymore. So it, it helps everybody figure out what their strengths are and bring that to the table at the right time in the right place. And I think that's really important. So as we think of difficult conversations and who we are as people and how we show up at work, there's a lot of, of information available, learning to bring that into the culture of a firm, learning to say, this is where we want to go. We want a great place to work in addition to serving our clients well and being profitable and all of those things. It takes a lot of those pieces coming together. And it is amazing how those conversations start to get a little bit easier when you have this culture that's really about locking arms. We know where we're going. We're all on this path together. It, it makes those conversations a little bit easier. And, and quite frankly, it makes it a lot more fun to work with everybody in your office. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so perfectly well put. Uh, and I, I couldn't agree more with, with everything that you've just said. Uh, unfortunately, we're, we're out of time, Carla. If, if, so for firms that are, you know, might be listening to this, this episode, uh, if they would be interested in engaging you for consulting services across any of the things that we talked about, right? Cultural or organizationally processed, you know, technology, et cetera, where would you, uh, where would you direct them? Well, my website is probably the first place. So Caldwell CT, C-A-L-D-W-E-L-L-C-T for consulting and training. Uh, that is my website. And then, of course, I'm on LinkedIn uh, under my name of Carla Caldwell. So they can find me there as well. So um, and they probably uh, can see me on a few webinars here and there that I'm doing so they can connect with me. But yeah, my website and LinkedIn are probably the two best places to find me. Outstanding. Carla, so glad you could come today and share your your insights from the work that you do with uh, with partnering with firms and helping them work through this stuff. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. There you have it, folks. Go go connect with Carla and uh, and hire her on for consulting to help uh, with all the things that she's uh, she's been seeing out there. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, look forward to next time. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review. If you want to learn more about any of the topics discussed on the show, visit intuitaccountants.com forward slash podcast. Account Trends is produced and edited by Luke Johnston. Copyright Intuit 2022.